Welcome to the Jack and Stacy Show, and I'm Stacy's son Clark, and here to tell you about it. There are two women wrestling with things of this broken and beautiful life. Each week, they will tackle a topic in a transparent, sometimes distracted, but always fun way that hopefully encourages and challenges you. They will break down each topic by looking at it through four lenses, ourselves, God, our people, and our community. They will then they will then give you a task to go forth with. Vaya con Dios. Welcome to the Jackie and Stacy show. I'm Stacy and I'm Jackie, and we're here today to welcome you to our fourth episode under the topic of expectations. Yes, yes. It's been really interesting. And I've been learning a lot, which is exactly why I'm here. So (laughs) works out great. (laughs) I'm not sure why you guys are here, but maybe it's to learn or to just relate with us or be challenged a little bit. All of those things are really why we're here. Yeah. So thanks for joining us. Yeah. Today we are going to look at the under the topic of expectations through the lens of community. So we're kind of going out from ourselves, our faith, our close relationships, and now kind of like the bigger communities that we're part of. Some smaller communities like maybe neighborhoods or a bigger ones like cities or our nation. Who knows? Right. Jackie, where are you going to take us? Our whole wide world. Whole wide world. <laughs> we are a part of the greater community. Oh, yes. Um, yes yeah, yes. when we talk about communities, I don't know. In my mind, it's just kind of like that outer circle of people that we interact with, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's like our neighbors or our friends or our kids, parents. Wait, let me try that again. Kids, friends, parents. Oh, there we right? go. Right? I mean, that feels like... That's yeah, with our kids' you know, parents. Really that's our us. Our, yeah, with ourselves. <laughs> I did not know there was a missing word in there. I was like, wait a minute. Um, but Why that's what that some of the communities we're a part of, we get to choose, right, intentionally. And some we don't get to choose. It's just like thrust upon us. Uh, that's true. <laughs> right? I haven't really thought about that so right? much. I, I actually think about that one a lot because my kids, let me try it again. My kids' friends' parents oh, yeah. turn out to be a big part of my life. And really? I did not choose those groups. True. Is that not true for you? Yeah. Like no, sitting I don't on the sidelines at the games or yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I, I don't know if I that's true for that. anybody, but yeah. it, it's a, it ends up being a pretty decent part of my life. But um, And I didn't choose it, although, I, I mean, I love them all, of course, if they're listening. <laughs> Especially you who are listening. Those of you who are listening right now, you're my favorite Talking community right to be about a you. part of. Yeah. <laughs> so community is really just any larger group we find ourselves a part of. And there are a lot yes. of those. So, I mean, I imagine if we were to actually like list them out, there'd probably be dozens, right? Maybe? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Maybe not. Maybe not. But also a lot of, um, I find myself a part of several communities online as well. So anyways, that's kind of the context we're, we're considering today as we talk about expectations. Yeah, that's good and, to start there. Well, I have a question for you. Oh, great. Right oh, okay, I'm right going to try to right be ready. Um, and you know what? This this is an aside because we like our little tangents. But a lot of times recently we, we record our podcasts remotely from each other. Where oh, we yeah. cannot see each oh. other. But now we're like in the same room. And I I don't this know. Like, different energy. Right? And so is it good or bad? I'm not sure because there's like unspoken like communication that happens. But then it's a different listening experience because, you know what I mean? Like, Let us know what you guys think because the I, last episode we recorded remote, the last three episodes yeah. of this season. So we can't see each other, so we have to use 
verbal cues to communicate but if we can see each other mm-hmm. it, we can do some of non nonverbal stuff so maybe that won't be picked up on I don't know it's a fascinating I'll question. just close my eyes for just the rest cl- of we won't look time. at each other we're just gonna look away <laughs> from each other so that <laughs> but okay so so here's my question for you um as you consider the communities you are a part of mm. are the expectations in those communities something that you're aware of so let's take a really specific one well, okay. your church community, for example. Okay. Is, are the expectations that people have for you in that community something that you're aware of? Or are they mm. something you are unaware of? That's a big question, huh? Well, the church community is different because it's changed quite a bit. Mm. Like, I used to go more often, right. maybe. And, you know, through these last couple of years, of course, that has totally changed. Right. And I used to be more involved. And once I, the last couple of years, I have, I quit everything to make personal choices right and also to start law school so really the I didn't even think about it when we were talking about communities I was like huh and I kind of jotted it down like I'm part of this law school um your law school cohort a cohort is the right word I'm yes! for. thank you and I was that's like, huh. probably a big one in your life right now huh well it would have been bigger if we were meeting in person because mm. often I look and I'm like what who are these people really? Like, I just want to get to know them and right? I want to know who they are. Can you have a couple of life your stories? House? I've hosted a few times, a, like a study group. And one yeah. time I just hosted a party. And did they come? Did people come? And there were like, um, it was kind of the end of last semester maybe. And like eight maybe of the 14, 15 people in my That's cohort That's pretty came. good, I think. Yeah, in person. Okay. So, and we just like, hardly anybody drank anything. It was just an afternoon yeah. at my house. Well, then let's use that community. Let's sure. talk about that a Lots little bit. So in that, in that community that you're a part of, that you didn't really choose, it was thrust upon you it for was, better or it worse. It was, yeah. What, what, what unspoken expectations exist in that community for you? Well, I don't, because we're not like, in person, I think the expectation is like our private stuff is our private stuff. Interesting. You know, like okay. we don't connect you in that don't way. Cross it's that like, boundary of like, no. so how you doing today? It's more no. like, it's more formal. It's yeah. A formal. I mean, I think yeah. Last the cohort's different this year. It kind of mixed them up. So there's some oh, people changes. that I had last year and okay. some people I didn't. Okay. And like one of the um, one of the people in my cohort. He had like gone through or he worked with, or he had gone through like a divorce or something. So he had asked me, he was the only one who asked me a couple of times, which was totally sweet because he's going to law school and is like, his girlfriend is going to medical school. Oh, wow. And so he had shared some like personal, like not really though. I mean, it's all very surfacey well, stuff. Yeah. But I thought it was really like the couple times that he was like, so how's that going? That process. And it was almost like, how's the legal process going? Oh, that? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Asking a legal question. I know. That's hilarious. Well, it was kind of sweet, but I find that fascinating because yeah. what you're saying, what I'm hearing you say, tell me if this is true, is that in that community, the expectation is that you don't get too personal. Yeah. But that's an unspoken, unwritten expectation. It's just kind of yes. out there in the like psyche of the group, right? Yeah. Nobody ever says, don't ask me any <laughs> personal questions. But this guy kind of upended that expectation and actually reached out to you a little bit yeah. were you uncomfortable with that or not at all you because you guys it. know me i want right? to be best friends like, with everyone and i'll try to say stuff right every and then now what and happens again when you do like make a joke or something and people are just like all mm. flat. It falls flat. <laughs> everyone's like big time move on move on everybody quick. About something legal. ignore ignore her <laughs> just ignore that crazy lady well i guess that kind of brings me to my first thought about expectations in communities is most of the time you don't know what you know what they are but no one actually says them mm. is that true 
Do you find that to be true? Yeah. Yeah. No one actually says. Nobody ever no. says. No. Especially in bigger ones. Right. It doesn't actually come up. Unless it's a formal community. Like where. But that's. Like I'm giving up. a presentation today. Please silence your cell phone. Right. Right. The restrooms are over there. You're free to get up and walk away. You don't yes. have to raise your hand. But don't you appreciate that when they're very like specific. When they're like. Yes. Feel free to get up and take care of your business. I'm always like, oh, phew. I don't have to wonder if I'm being rude. Yes. Like, don't you always appreciate when people yes. give you Okay, so but you said church community. So here's, um, I have this major, um, like, anxiety about going to a Catholic church. Oh. Huge anxiety. Yeah. Because I don't I, know what to do. Yes. And I always, I constantly feel judged that I didn't already know what to do coming in. And then everyone's standing up and sitting down or saying something, and I have no clue what's going on. And then I go up because in my church, I take communion. Right. And every, I didn't find out for years. And we've talked about it, yes, I think, on have. the podcast. Yeah, we have. I would to walk up and take communion. I had no idea why we everybody hated me or I'm not vote. supposed to. <laughs> I love it. They hated you because you took communion. <laughs> I, ho- I hope that's not it's so actually. Terrible. It is exactly. It is exactly true. Deep cleansing breaths. It is exactly true. Um, and I had no idea, but that was the expectation. And so I, my sister and I went years and years ago, my nephew was born in Pennsylvania. Um, and my, my sister, they were adopting him. And so they flew out and got him. And then my other, another one of my sisters and I flew out to meet him and stay there for a few days. Like, cause they had to stay in Pennsylvania for two weeks or something before the paperwork was complete and they could leave with him. How fun. And we went there and we went it was like Easter time. Yeah. And we went to some church yeah. in downtown Philadelphia, some Fun. big old church. We didn't even know what we were doing. Right. So whatever. Because it was Easter Sunday. Aww. And we went and just the two of us. And they had a whole booklet. And that it explained? explained what was happening. And I was like, this is the best. I think it was a Catholic church. And I don't even know. It could have been maybe Lutheran. Because I think could they do Lutheran. some of the same. Yeah. Um, or Episcopalian has some of the same things okay. as well. Okay. Traditions. traditions. And, uh-huh. But it explained everything. Nice. And it said, they even said, when we do this communion, you anyone is welcome to do this. And so they told me. And they welcomed me. Awesome. Which I probably would have walked up and done it anyway. Because I didn't know so that it was that supposed to. So probably means it was not Catholic. It probably, it probably wasn't. Because it was part, part of the Lutheran church also will not let you. But okay. part of the Lutheran church will. There's different. There's different so um, whatever type of. Yeah. Thing it yeah. was and I appreciated it so yes. much because it was clearly yes. written out what we did okay and here's where you stand up and here's the pastor priest is saying this and then the response is this and it was love all it. it was a love booklet it. love it and I felt so much more even though the environment was something totally new I mean I'm in a different state right. in a different type of church and it's just everything was different we're about just it waltzing by. So that just really I, I think that goes to the point that I was hoping to get to is like how do we um, in the different communities of which we're a part, how do we um, bring those expectations to a place where they are like understood more mm-hmm. overtly? Am I saying that correctly? Yeah. Like there's more understanding and awareness around the expectations so that they they don't feel scary or overwhelming or intimidating or um, like they're shooting on us. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, and that's what I liked about going to like high school. I enjoyed going to high school because of that. Like, here are the expectations. Or here in school, here's the syllabus. 
that is so fascinating <laughs> right? to me because I actually just heard this somewhere recently. I, or I read it or it was on a podcast. I don't know, you know, and always taking in so much information, but mm-hmm. that that's something that leads to a midlife crisis is that when you're, when you are, um, growing up and you go to school, you know, like your, your story or your reason for doing something like it's school, you're graduating school and then you go to college and you have and to, here's your next step. Right. So and you do we next. talk about that? I'm no. Like, okay. And then like, and then you get your job and you're like, okay, that's, I'm starting my career and this is what my story of my expectation of my life is. And then maybe you're finding a spouse and then maybe you're having kids. And then at a certain point you're like, wait, now what, now what, what's, what's, what's the next? expectation? And you're just like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing, right? And yeah. then you're just you, supposed to do that job for 40 years right? and then die. <laughs> that is really gross. So um, interesting, interesting concept. Yeah. We like to kind of have the script laid out for us so that yeah. we can follow I it. I love that. I, I always too. want everybody to tell me, tell me what, what to do and I'll do it. Yes, thank you. <laughs> What does that say about us? We need... I don't know. Mm-hmm. Therapy. More therapy. We need therapy for sure. No question about that. That's, that's really what this is, oh, you guys. Gosh. This is just therapy. Uh, well, for me. My next thought is that, you know, because you and I both are in communities that we kind of are leaders in, mm-hmm. right? So how do we as leaders in our community make expectations clear to people so that there isn't that discomfort or that insecurity mm. around whether people are meeting our expectations or not. I think I'm not very good at that, honestly. Oh, let, let me clarify. I, I have been in my life very bad at that, but I've learned over... Because I actually... When you talked about going into a church and, and being uncomfortable, I don't have discomfort with not knowing the expectations. I'm totally fine going into a new place. I don't care, really. I don't, isn't that interesting? Like, that is it's very just, interesting just, to not me. Not even one part of me that thinks, oh, I wonder what I should be doing right now. I just am like, oh, this is so entertaining. So it took me years to realize other people are uncomfortable in that because really? I am not. Interesting. Yeah. And so I, it never occurred to me as a leader to help other people feel comfortable because um, I never had that discomfort. So I have had to learn that and I've gotten better at it, but I want to continue to get better at that because like, for example, in my business, I'm really comfortable with not knowing where things are going, not knowing what I'm really comfortable with that but most people are not mm-hmm. so I, I think it comes back to what we talked about in episode three right which is learning to say our expectations mm-hmm. is, was that our via con dios learning to communicate yeah what our expectations we'll are find out what it is that you want even so that you can ask for it oh that was it you're right i think uh, wait i have notes wait Hold look on, at that everybody. look at that because we can't ask remember what one week to the next yeah be clear and articulate but you have to figure it out so right. expectations there's so much around it right like yeah. what we're expecting that we're not even aware of then having awareness around it then asking for it mm-hmm. and then being comfortable with not getting it if we don't get it yeah right yeah so i think one way because i'm so hyper vigilant about what people are expecting of me mm. or thinking and i'm so concerned because i don't know what it is so i'm like oh, what is it that they want from me um part of one good thing that has come from that because there's flip sides to that coin. Totally. It's unhealthy for me and brings me anxiety. And on the other hand, it is something that I'm constantly what did I say? Hyper vigilant of if um you know, I'm part of a um aviation community, which is a whole different language. Yeah. And so when people come into it, I'm constantly trying to tell our students it's like Oh, you know, you got to get your flight plan and do, you know, VFR. Can you go fly? Like, with it, I always stop and say, 
by the way, or if I'm interrupt, I'll interrupt the teacher of the class and be like, can we tell everybody what VFR, VFR is. what does that mean? Because you're really aware of that disconnect that can happen. Mm-hmm. But because of my past history of being a total outsider, which I've talked about quite a bit, yeah. is being a wallflower and being an outsider and being a part of this big family that nobody wanted to invite anywhere and right. having a mom that didn't really connect with people that right. well. And um, being able to be, notice things so that I can invite other people in. And yeah. make them feel comfortable so and make good. them know. It's not really an expectations thing, though. Right. I don't know. Um, but it's it, more like a comfort level. Like, let me explain to you what's going on here yeah. or invite you in. But I'm, I'm, tr- I'm, I'm hyper aware of it, which is not really great for me. But it makes but I, you a great liaison for other people mm-hmm. who need to know the expectations and maybe don't. I mean, yeah. I think that's, that, like you said, there's both sides of that. Because it, yeah. it, it brings me back to the fact that I just don't even think in those terms. So I was terrible at doing that for other people because it didn't occur to me. But you have that gift of doing that for people. Like mm-hmm. that, it, right? We, it, like you said, there's a flip, yeah. flip side of the coin always. Well, like being a teacher and I'm not r- really a teacher or anything, but I go into this classroom and I'm telling their students, you know, like you got to read these things before coming to class. Right. And we do ground school, which is when we talk about flying stuff on the ground, right? Right. <laughs> and, and here I bought some books and we're, we're trying to get a few of our students to pass the written exam okay. for your private pilot's license. And we're trying to help them through that. But it's like, go read this stuff. You guys, we have to backstep that and then train them. Because like, what does that even mean? Right. How do, the expectation is read this stuff before you come to class. They don't know how to even do that. Yeah. So we have to back. Step yeah. back because no one's ever trained them. Yeah. What do I do when I get home? So we, yesterday, I went to the class and I'm like, okay, let's write out your daily schedule. Schedule. <laughs> and like, what do, you, what do you do all day long? What time do you wake up? When you eat your stuff? And so we talked good. about like, habit executive, stacking. That's when we brought nice it in. Nice executive functioning skills that no one ever teaches. They Nobody taught. Kids we expected know. someone yes. to know how to study. Yes. I never knew how to yeah. study. Yeah. I've had That's to try huge. to figure this crap yeah. out on my own. Yeah. And I'm 42 years old right. trying to figure it out right. in law school. And like, how do I backpedal backward from mapping. where I am? You're backward mapping. Yes, there's the words yeah, for it. It's really, it's a huge yeah. skill that isn't taught, but you can't really teach it out of context because people don't have a, a reason to use it. Yes. It, it's just words, right? And so the fact that you're teaching it in context that your kids need it yeah. is powerful and, and they will learn it. To some degree. I hope so, yeah. But even little things, because they'll totally. figure it at some point, like, why am I not getting to this result? Right. Because thinking, I'm going to do this, I'm going to, I always tell them, I'm going to doesn't mean anything. I want to hear, here's what I did. Yeah, yeah. And then what's the first step that you can do? Yeah. Um, so I think that's an area that, in a community that I'm doing expectations, it's a smaller community, it's not... I know we're, is, talk, no. we're talking about more of a big No, community. I don't think we are. I think I love it. I love it when we get more micro-focused on those, because that's life. I love thinking about like our micro-communities we're a part of and our macro-communities we're a part of, because that's real life. We're part of all different types of communities and um, breaking it down into into the way that it, that we apply it in those different communities is really helpful for me, personally. So, yeah. um, Because what you're doing is helping those unwritten expectations be more visible and more um, tangible for your students. And that's powerful because once we see them and we hear them and we interact with those expectations, we can choose which ones like we're, we're going to 
meet, right? Like, yeah, I don't know. I as a student, you don't have as much. You choice. don't get to. But, <laughs> but in real but life, like in you a, have more choice. But like about, in a church, you yeah. Know, I think I didn't even know at the time to be able to stop and ask people because I was so scared and nervous. Yeah. Um, and I think what I'm looking for is when we're in these big community yeah. things is that if you notice, what if you notice someone right. is doing something that is just like, uh, not like you, what if you saw me take communion at your Catholic church? Right. What is a gracious, how can you graciously handle that Jackie? Yeah. Like, what would you say to me to be like, Stace, like how could you pull me aside and graciously and kindly and lovingly be like, just a quick, heads you know, up. heads up, which is so giving. It's like when you see someone with broccoli in their teeth, totally. it's uncomfortable to be like, Ooh, girl, you got some broccoli in your teeth. But, but then they're not running around. Otherwise, in their you teeth. leave them to yeah. keep the broccoli in their teeth all day long. And that totally. is way meaner. Totally. Right? Because, yeah, I used to be the person that wouldn't tell someone they had broccoli in their teeth, yeah. but it was selfish because I didn't want to be associated with the broccoli in the teeth in their life in their minds. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. I'd rather just not deal with that and then they can go about their day. Yeah, yeah but it is that. pretty selfish. Yeah, it is selfish. So how can we be people when we see others in our community, A, accept yeah. that they do things differently than us, yeah. mm-hmm. or B, um, communicate like, hey, these were the expectations here in this group, by the way, those are the expectations. The way, yeah. Um, you know, how do we do that graciously? Yeah. And kindly? Well, I think part of the way we do it, and I don't have the answer, but I just will say that I think part of the way that that happens is doing it at the beginning instead of letting time elapse, mm. right? So we talked, I think, in our last episode about, oh no, it was our morning show last week. Um, I shared about Mindy and how I was a new mom in a new community and I walked into a situation and she just embraced me and um, she really did that. She basically um, looped me into the expectation that we are all um, friendly here. We are all, we support each other. Like she just shared those expectations right at the beginning instead of waiting. Uh And I think that's what can be dangerous is if we just assume, make assumptions, right? We've talked about this in a lot of our topics. If we can communicate expectations right away, it saves so much misunderstanding, mm-hmm. miscommunication, um, disappointment, frustration, right? So I think that's one way we do it. We do it right off the bat. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's that's one way. What, it, what else? Like maybe sharing ways that we didn't understand the expectations, sharing those stories with people. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Like, Well, that's like a great connector. Yeah. Like it's here's like, how I blew oh it on gosh. these expectations. Yeah. Gosh, my first time here, I didn't understand yes. that either. Yes. But, you know, they want us to do it this way. <laughs> or here's how, you know, this teacher wants this or this person or this yeah. community or yeah. whatever. Sharing our own kind of failures is a great way to connect with people around yeah. expectations. Um, and then maybe just having grace around the expectations too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we can't always control that. I mean, unless we're the leader of the... The, the community, right. but but often we have more power than we think we do in our in our communities that we're a part of, and so just maybe modeling that grace for other people in the community is mm-hmm. helpful too. Like, right? If I mean, I don't I don't like using the Catholic uh, specifically one because I'm okay. not in that community, right. so it doesn't feel authentic to me. So thinking of one that I let me think try to think of one that I'm a part of. Um, I can't even think but of even one. like a sports, let's have a yes. football game. I show up to a football game 
and I'm behaving or dressing or whatever it is. Like how? Oh, what I are can think of one. Yeah. There? So like in, in a lacrosse game, the coach and the players are on one side of the field, mm-hmm. and all the parents have to stay on the other side of the field. But we've had situations before where the parents will come on our side of the field. Because they know you or whatever, they want to say hi, but they're not allowed to be there. So the expectation is uh, that they have to okay. go to the other side. It's just like a, a thing. But it's just having grace and being like, oh my gosh, such a weird rule. But really the parents have to be on the other side of the field because they're worried that that you might like somehow influence the coaching or something. So I know it's weird, but you've got to go to the other side, right? So just yes. grace That's perfect. with grace. Mm-hmm. Or another one, I know it's like sometimes I'll help with the scoring at the lacrosse table and the person I'm scoring with doesn't know that you're not allowed to cheer from the scoring table. You're not allowed ah. to, to cheer for your team. Um, and you can get actually get in trouble. I don't even know what would happen. They put you in lacrosse jail, but <laughs> I don't know. Boo-hoo. So I've been in situations lacrosse where police, lacrosse yeah, police. Yeah, exactly. I'll be like, you know, I know yeah. it's really hard because I am such a cheerer, but we can't really cheer for the teams okay. we're, as yeah. we're on the, at the scoring table or whatever. So And you have to say something because otherwise it'll be a big problem for your team. And it's not fair to them to yeah. like... Because they're on, often they're on the other, they represent the other team. It's not fair to them to let them like quote unquote get in trouble because you you weren't brave enough to say something. Right. So maybe it's just, for me sometimes it's being brave enough to communicate being that expectation, but in a grace filled way and a connecting relational way. Yeah. So that they don't feel judged or embarrassed, or, and maybe they will. Maybe they still will. They still those will. Things, but maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but you're not responsible for how they feel if you do it in a way that's full of grace. Exactly. Right? Yep. What do you think? I agree. Okay. Yeah, those are some good examples because, I mean, that's... Now, what about... Have you ever had times when you were the one where someone was like, oh, that's not the way we do things here? Oh, like <laughs> all the time because, I, like I said, I'm not aware of those things. It doesn't occur to me that they're... I'm just not aware of that. Yeah. So it happens to me a lot. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, I, and do you think people handle it pretty gracefully towards you then if you're the one that... I don't know what. I've had both, I think. Right? Yeah. Like we all have. But I can't think of specific I can't think of right either. Now. I just can feel the feelings. I can I too. I can feel the feelings. Like, of like, oh. oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed. Of course. You know, and I would always just be like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. You know, that I did that thing that but was embarrassing. But when people do share it with grace, the moment that you feel that gross feeling is short. Right? Yes. Yeah. Versus when they're like super irritated and judgy in how they feel it. I feel like the that feeling w- lasts way longer <laughs> and you hold on to that. Right? Yeah. Yes. So that's a good, good reminder. Yes. We can share it. Maybe maybe that's our vaya con Dios. That's it. Like, that's it. Share it with like share expectations with grace and yeah. love. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Yeah. Okay. And Is do it, it. Big? but do it. Do it. Be brave enough to do Be it. Be brave enough. I think that's the community okay. one because okay. it's like oh, it's not my place or it's not my whatever. It kind of is. And when you see someone else going through that, yeah. Just remember that if it were you, if in their shoes, that gosh, wouldn't that be terrible if you were like. I'm just going to have to use the broccoli in my teeth example yes. just because... Running around with broccoli in your you teeth. You have broccoli in your teeth. And no one told you. And all day long, and you go home at night, and you're just like getting ready to floss, and this huge freaking stalk of broccoli jumps out of your teeth <laughs> totally. and runs away. You're just like, oh my gosh. Love I it. ate broccoli for breakfast, <laughs> which maybe... <laughs> not, not super common, perhaps. It was a broccoli scramble. Or I do, scramble. I do eat broccoli for breakfast because yeah. I'll just eat whatever's leftover. Exactly. For breakfast. Me too. Usually, I totally do that too. I don't even care. Whatever <laughs> I roasted last night. Yep. That's mixed with me my too. Eggs. And often cold. Yep. Um, yes. <laughs> yes. I just throw it in my bag when I'm running out of the house for work because of the leftovers or whatever. No, I love that example because it's very visual. So we can picture the broccoli. Yeah. Be the broccoli pointer outer. Be brave enough. Be yes. broccoli brave. 
Be broccoli Bray. Hashtag broccoli Bray. B B B. Triple Bray. B. I love it. I love it with this. It might sound dumb, but I'm going to try to remember this. I am too. The dumber, the better for the memory. Because I will even walk up to a stranger if they have something in their teeth. I'll be like, hey, you just have a little something. Just here, stand behind me. And then that 10 second embarrassment. Yeah. Because they're always grateful. It's worth it. Always. I mean, they're embarrassed. They're definitely embarrassed. Right. But I promise, Thank God if it you were me, me. Yes. I would be way more embarrassed at the end of the day. Oh, I love it. Okay, take that with you, friend. Okay, be broccoli brave. Be, be broccoli brave. We are gonna do it. Yeah. All right. Okay. Bye. Well, Bye. thank you guys so much for joining us. We love you. Love be broccoli you. brave. Bye, con Dios.